Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your auto and home. Save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent in any of the 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. Hit favorites.com. Farm Bureau insurance call in line 601-707-3750. We were talking Ole Miss baseball today. And uh, so they've won seven in a row, six conference games in a row. They host Texas A&M, who is a nice team. But Ole Miss should win this series this weekend. Go to Hoover. Do whatever they do. And then uh, punch their ticket to the postseason. Here's my take on it. It's the same as February 15th. It's all about rolling through the postseason. This is, I, I don't believe, but for one second, the fan base is going to be good with, now that, you know, this this turnaround's great. It's something to get excited about. But I don't, I don't believe in a couple of weeks, if they go to a regional and lose, that that'll be okay. Or go to a Super Regional and lose. It's still the same deal. And I know that sounds crazy. They're not going to host, which I think may actually play in their favor because of the pressure. Um, But the bottom line is this is about winning and winning big in the postseason. And they have a loaded lineup. Bench, Gonzalez, Elko, Graham, Alderman. And it, it just goes on and on. But they're getting it on the bump, too. I mean, Hunter Elliott was fabulous on Saturday, among others, over the weekend in Baton Rouge. And they swept the Tigers. So uh, we want to welcome in Parrish Alford. He has been covering Mike Bianco since Bianco started at uh, at Ole Miss. And he joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Parrish Alford, djournal.com, djournal.com. Also, their Facebook page is popping, where they're constantly uploading fresh content and telling you what's going on with Ole Miss. 
All right, Parrish, so what, what is your one big takeaway from the last two weekends with this Ole Miss baseball team? Well, I, I just think you nailed the one big takeaway, man. It's all about the postseason. Now, you, you would rather see this team get hot and play well like they're doing than, than, than the opposite. You know, you, you don't want to just flame out at the end, but it's – look, this is the standard – I mean, you, the, you know, it's been set. I mean, we, we know what uh, what the standard is in this – for the fan base, anyway, I'm talking about, and, and it's to get to Omaha. I mean, it's, there's just nothing, nothing that Ole Miss could accomplish short of getting to Omaha is going to change that discussion. Now, what they're doing right now is exciting, and uh, they're playing well, and it just makes you ask, where has this uh, this hitting been most of the season with all of these guys returning? you know, why the struggle for so much of the season uh, to put yourself in a position uh, to make every game a pressure game right now. But what is interesting, Bo, and I don't think they'll host, but uh, if they were to sweep Texas A&M, and that's not outside the realm of possibility. I mean, I saw uh, A&M pitchers leave a lot of balls in the zone uh, this weekend against Mississippi State. But if they were to sweep, uh, if Ole Miss were to sweep A&M, the Rebels would be 16 and 14 in conference play. They've hosted regionals at 16 and 14. You know, there are the RPI. I don't think is going to jump uh, 20 spots and give them a chance to do that. But they would be 16 and 14 if they were to sweep A and M. Parrish Alford on the Out of Bounds Show and the Corona Premier Guest Line. Um, they're hitting, and then they're getting some some good production from the bump. Parrish, I mean, when you look at, at Hunter Elliott and some of the guys on the back end when they need it in close games, uh, you don't ever know, but things could be coming together both on the mound and at the plate. Parrish? They could. Uh, I still think that while they have found two good starters with Phil and DeLucia and, uh, and Hunter Elliott, I, I just don't think they have that that third really good dependable starter that is going to uh, that you got to have that you that you need to get through a regional that you need to get through a super regional. It, it just it becomes so much about pitching uh, at this stage of the season, and uh, I believe they've taken some strides and they've uh, developed here a little bit late. I, I just don't think they're where they need to be uh, for a postseason run. Do you put? You know, this this team meeting that happened after the Mississippi State game on Sunday a few weeks ago. You put a lot of stock in that? Uh, that I mean, look, they've got a bunch of dudes on this team, as you know, Parrish, that have played well north of 150 games in college baseball, which is valuable, valuable, valuable. And they've got a ton of veterans who have seen it all and done it all. That's why we thought that they would make, you know, be really good all year. How much stock do you put into the team meeting? after the state series? Yeah, I don't think the team meeting – I don't put a lot of stock in the team meeting. I don't know that that's necessarily what gets you on a roll. I mean, I think what gets you on a roll is just is a very random thing, and it's one guy or maybe two guys who suddenly are playing well. And, and look, uh, for Ole Miss, I, I think those guys are Kemp Alderman and Kevin Grant. I mean, it looks like they've hit consistently here down the stretch. They've gotten some big hits, and, and so that's two guys in their lineup that are feeling it, and all of a sudden – you know, Peyton Chatagnier's uh, having a nice weekend. You know, yeah. it just kind of it, it kind of builds. And I don't think that all comes from, uh, you know, airing your feelings in a private meeting. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some value in that. You just, 
need to uh, to talk it out sometimes, but I, I just think that getting on a roll is more of a random thing. I mean, if, if they could have a team meeting and flip a switch, you know, they could have done that earlier in the season. Um, I do think that uh, after the state series, there was a lot of frustration. You know, they played well at Arkansas, could have won that series. And uh, they they have looked different, but I just, I just don't put a lot of stock in. Hey, we had a meeting and, and that was it. I mean, you know, it was it was interesting. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is a team that, uh, I'm sorry, this is a program that hasn't handled postseason pressure well. Maybe playing away from Swayze could be a little bit of an advantage for them. I, and you know, Parrish, you make a good point, by the way, against A&M this weekend. They could take, I expect them to win the series, but they could also sweep. And whatever they do in Hoover is whatever they do. But you know, there's still a good possibility that wherever they're sent, wherever they're shipped off to, that they're the best team in the regional, right? I think there are a lot of teams that see themselves as locked into regional hosts right now that are getting ready for that and, you know, they're, they're, they're marketing people and they're ticket people. Everybody's getting ready to host that regional. And, you know, those pairings are going to come out uh, on Memorial day. And all of a sudden they're going to see Ole Miss is coming in there as a two seed. <laughs> and and they're going to think, man, how do we get this team? That that's a team that people don't want to face in their regional right now, because they are playing at such a higher level. They have figured out some things and I believe some pitching has developed and, Look, uh, for the last couple of weeks, they've looked like the Ole Miss team that uh, so many people uh, remember for so many seasons and, and thought they were going to get this year. Uh, if they had written off Ole Miss, uh, that you know the Rebels are kind of proving them wrong, and I think they're going to uh, make a lot of people nervous uh, when they arrive at their regional. I agree with that. I do. Uh, all right, so third starter is a question mark. The you're right on Alderman. Good grief. Uh is he finding his pop at the plate? Uh I guess you are who you are pretty much on the bump right now, Parrish? Yeah, I think so. And it's just been late in coming for this team. And and see that's a thing that Mike Bianco's teams have done so well uh through the years. It, when they've lost a great pitcher, they've found that next guy and, and it just didn't come early this season. You know, we heard all the all the talk in preseason, the candidates and, and the guys who were were in the mix, uh, you know, to to be that uh, rotation and and it just hasn't worked out that way. Neither of the two transfers, uh John Gaddis or, or Jack Washburn, neither 
you know, jumped up and, and, and really took that SEC weekend spot and just held it and, and, and did great things. They've, you know, they've had moments, but uh, those guys coming into a program like that, you're hoping one of them is, is going to find a way to uh, the weekend rotation and, and be productive. And neither of them were able to hold that. And, and there have been, it's not just transfers. There've been others that just haven't taken the necessary steps and, and and whereas this team, this program in so many years has found that guy, found that, that next pitcher or a couple of pitchers, it just took longer this year. And uh, Hunter Elliott was a guy who was mentioned at the very beginning, you know, a freshman, and he didn't jump up uh, right away. And, and certainly uh, not all freshmen do that right away, but sure. he has found himself, Dylan DeLucia again, you know, has become a guy who just – who goes deep into games and, and takes some pressure off the bullpen. And, uh, and they've come around late. Freshman Hunter Elliott for Ole Miss uh, pitched a gym on Saturday. Parrish offered Ole Miss insider has been following Mike Bianco for 20 years. And uh, this guy is not going to go away quietly. And Ole Miss is going to punch their ticket to the postseason. It's just a matter of, how it all looks, as as Parrish said on that uh, Memorial Day Monday. What, what do you they take? Let's say they take the series this weekend. What is the approach in Hoover? Because can you really make? Because I don't know how much at that point you're going to be a two seed on the road. What what kind of how do you approach that if you're Bianco and the Rebels, Parrish? I think they've put themselves in a position where they need to win as many baseball games as they can. Yeah, they win, need to win the Texas A&M series. Uh, if they could get to 16, I think if they could get to 16, which would require a sweep, then Hoover changes. I think maybe 16 and 14 in the regular season and a long run in Hoover, uh, maybe get to Saturday in the semifinals, that kind of thing. Maybe, maybe you get in that hosting Discussion then, depending on what happens in some other conference tournaments and maybe some bubble host teams uh, fall out. But it's just a stretch. I, it's hard for me to imagine that they would host with a 15-15 and 15 regular season. I think it would require winning three games this weekend, and I, I think they're capable of that. I just I think Texas A&M is a good team, not a great team right now. They've got their own pitching depth issues. Mm-hmm. Um they, it would be really, really hard to uh, to win three games, but uh, you know we'll see. Yeah, I mean A and M didn't really impress me over the weekend. I mean they're they're good, uh, but Mississippi State's just you know going the the opposite direction and can't get out of their own way. Is there anybody else you're looking on uh, at on the roster or squad? that you're thinking either maybe close to doing something or can be a big piece of the puzzle in the postseason for Ole Miss? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not that in tune with the roster from day to day uh, right now. Uh, that would be Michael Katz for us. But I, I think roles are established. I mean, I, I don't think there's somebody who's going to come back from injury. You don't, you don't have that guy kind of that you're waiting on. I, I think you get to this point, you kind of – you kind of know who you are. You've been through the grind. and uh, you, You've got guys who have been in the rotation and have fallen out and found their way to important bullpen roles. You know, you have guys like that. But 
I mean, there have been a lot of innings pitched, a lot of bats. Uh, you kind of know who you are. Yeah. Parrish Alford, Ole Miss Insider on the Out of Bounds Show and the Corona Premier Guest Line. Also, it looks like Kentucky and South Carolina could open up. So that's something to think about as we march down the stretch and get closer to the uh, to the postseason. Parrish, thanks so much. We appreciate it. I can't wait to see how this all shakes out. And uh, big weekend in Oxford. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Bo. Have a good day. djournal.com, Parrish Alford, their Facebook page, Ole Miss discussion with Parrish Alford. Loading up fresh content throughout the day. Check that out. Ole Miss discussion with Parrish Offord. And, of course, djournal.com. And he referenced Michael Katz, who is uh, their Ole Miss beat writer for djournal.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. So there you go. Ole Miss has won six conference games in a row. Seven in a row overall. And they go down and sweep the LSU Tigers. And now they host an A&M team um, that if you ran the numbers on it, Ole Miss would be the favorite to uh, to take that series. Can they take two? We'll see. Can they sweep? Boy, that would be a lot of momentum going into Hoover. Parrish may be right. They just need to win baseball games even if they go to Hoover. Although I could see the flip side, you kind of are what you are, and who you know you're going to be a number two seed if you take care of business this weekend, and but maybe you just want to keep playing in in Hoover Met Mississippi State. Uh, their season is over, and they get to host the best team in the country. Yeah, I mean it could be it could be thirty four to five mm. this weekend, mm. like total score in game one. No, <laughs> over the course of the three games, it 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 could. Uh, I I think it'll be a dead crowd. Uh, do obviously you're going to have your your core group that's going to go, whether it's in the stands or out there, foul pole to foul pole, because it's last game of the year and they spend a lot of money and they have too much invested and they're going to go and have fun. Yeah, um, as they should. But uh, catching a lot of Tennessee home runs. That's true, and I, you know they've had every opportunity down the stretch to to win. They can't win close games. 
They can't win games, period, at right. this point. That's right. The, but you're right. I mean, that, but that goes, Seventh, back to, ninth, you know. that goes back to even when Landon Sims was healthy. Look yeah. at the first game of the season. He pitches you a one run, like seven innings, and you lose three nothing, right? Like it just, you're, this team from the beginning wasn't built the way they've been built since 2016. But you had a transcendent top four player of the program for four seasons. Yeah. And you followed that with the first player to win SEC player of the year, national player of the year, and get you a national title in Tanner Allen. So for a six-year stretch, you had two of the best eight players in the program's history. Yes. Well, and Landon's uh, a top-ten program. Yeah. A top-ten player, even though it's one – I don't care that it's one season. Kind of yeah. like Cam Newton at Auburn, okay? Correct. Yeah. Um, that's fine. You know, Cam didn't play three years. I don't care. He didn't play four. It doesn't matter. You had Landon Sims and Tanner Allen – they're they're both top ten players in the program. Yeah, and they were they weren't just good. They were good every single month of the season. And they both performed at an elite level for the same year, which yeah. allowed you to get to the point where Will Bednar could be the best postseason pitcher of all time. Right? right, like he may not be. You take his whole season, maybe he's not a top five pitcher in program history. But you take his postseason, and he's the number one postseason pitcher in program history. You had all of that come together. That's on top of the four years of Jake Mangum. There just was no way. I mean, eventually it had to end. It just... Yeah, I think people... I think going to a regional kind of like old, you know, and being uh, not hosting and just going and maybe having a shot to play could have been something the fan base could have been okay with. The fall was farther than anyone expected. Yeah, but when you've only won nine conference games... Let me ask you this question. As much as we're talking about Mike Bianco... And I don't see him winning a game against Tennessee. No. As much as we're talking about Mike Bianco and whether or not this is a a legacy, you know, ender slash legacy definer, like, okay, it'll, he'll end on a positive note, or if this actually extends his career in Oxford. On the same token, how do you judge this season for Chris Limonis, given what he entered in, both COVID and the players that he inherited, and how the the year went under the national title to then turn around and have this. I know there's a lot of dissension among the ranks, so to speak, of, well, what is this? Does this say more about the players on the team? Does it say more about the coaching staff? What What is your kind of end-of-year synopsis as you look at this Mississippi State program? Uh, I think you give Chris Lamonis the overwhelming benefit of the doubt because he's been to the College World Series twice as your coach. Uh, and you take out the COVID years because nobody went. Yeah. So he'll 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 be fine. There will be a lot of chatter in the off season. Uh, I I have the utmost confidence that they'll turn this around. How about that? There you go. Through a combination of several different ways, transfer portal guys already there like Hunter Hines and Cade Smith. Now, if Cam James again, if Cam James and Kellum Clark and Luke Hancock come back. I mean that that's guys that have played a ton of baseball. That's a, usually not always usually a good thing. Mm-hmm. And if they if they all take just a step forward, that's a big deal. Yeah, Cam in center, he's super athletic. He can play there. Kelm Clark in left, you'll figure it out at right. Hunter's going to go to first. Yeah, you know you got to work back from there. You got to do a lot up the middle, and uh, we'll see. But I. I 
I, I'm not one that thinks that Lamonis can't get it done. I also think that having three head coaches in a short period of time finally caught up with you. Yeah. You were able to overcome it and overcome it because some of the players you just referenced that were transcendent and some of the best to ever play in the maroon and white. Uh, it just finally caught up to you. A Bianco being at Ole Miss, you know, some of these other guys, Sullivan, O'Sullivan and others. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, Van, Van, Van Horn. Horn is just a machine. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And, and so there was just, I think it finally caught up with you. Yeah. And they gave some guys the benefit of the doubt that just. But that happens when you win the first programs, the first title in program history. No question. That you, I hate to say this, but like the whole act like you've been there before. I mean, Mississippi State's never been there before. So I don't think anyone expected the step back that you saw. And there were some extenuating circumstances that made the step back even larger than it would have normally been. But you just. Yeah, the staff was decimated. Injury wise. And you just didn't maybe handle the post championship um, boost the right way. You know, there could have been maybe more done in the portal, maybe more. Oh, and there's there's no question you could have gotten three players in the portal that wanted to come and you passed because you wanted to give the players who had played roles the benefit of the doubt on a national championship team. And I think what this shows you, and it's what Nick Saban has done. Tanner Allen may be the best player. That you ever had in the program. Uh, it legitimately might be. And that's crazy to say that, coming out of Jake Mayer. Tanner will not have the same pro career as Will Clark and Rafael Palmero. That's not what I'm saying. Tanner Allen may be the best college baseball player. He played from day one. That you've ever had. And he played like a superstar from day one. It's pretty remarkable. And he was a super, super, superstar. He was the national player of the year last year. It's hard to, it's like, uh, again. Yes, he was the SEC player of the year. He was the nat. How many Mississippi State and Ole Miss players in one of the big three sports have been national player of the year? Maybe Will Clark, and that's it. I don't know if there's anybody else. Okay. Will and Tanner. I mean, that's like if Jake Mangum didn't get national player of the year. Brent Rooker, who won the Triple Crown, didn't get national player of the year. I mean, you can go back and back. It's, yeah. And he did it almost quietly in the shadow of Jake Mangum, who, whose image was more transcendent than Tanner Allen's until he won the national title. Until, now, until now the very it's end. probably 50-50 maybe. That's but, right. But but the shadow of Mangum, to be to have a Tanner Allen behind Jake Mangum is just unheard of. It yeah, I mean, happen. it would be like having a Cam Newton and then having... Joe Burrow right after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's just, you go from Eli straight into... Someone, you know, Drew Brees, right? Like, who? it doesn't matter. All right, thanks for the tease. Speaking of, what is Drew Brees talking about? I love Drew Brees. Uh, The guy's amazing. He's a winner. Everything you want uh, in your franchise. You know, just a solid, solid citizen. Um, What's he he talking about? I may, I'm, I'm leaving the door open to play again. Play what? Arena League football? I don't understand. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, is brought to you by Fleetway Market. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. And don't forget about the Market Cafe at Fleetway Market in Glugstack. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus